What's up, people? It's another episode of The Giants, guys. Did you guys miss us last week? Because we missed you. So we're live with another episode, and we got some cool stuff to talk about because, believe it or not, we talk trash 24-7. I'm bringing the guys into the lab. I've got Punching Up the Truth. Boom. There's Michael Stewart. Punching Up Nails. Boom. There's Chris. Hey, everybody. What's up, gentlemen? Um, I'm going to tweet out right now to let the folks know that we are live because sometimes they don't realize it's 8 o'clock. And today, people, um, we are for the next six weeks going to do something different. One is I want you to know that the Giants Guys is brought to you by Astroflave, uh, which is a brand new new age sub company you guys should should check out, um, especially the shakes. Because there's a ton of reasons that I can get into it. But the number one thing is that they're not adding any additional Sugar, it's all natural, right? The taste, hence Astro Flav, is out of this world. Uh, peanut butter and jelly, Oreo, uh, uh, chocolate, peanut butter, uh, peanut butter cup. Like, so listen, you know, uh, you can't buy it in a big box store. So do yourself a favor, go to astroflave.com or please, right now, while you're on your phone, check out, you know, them at Twitter, which is Astroflave, follow them, go online. And right now, for all you new peeps, the month of July, is 10% off anything you order, which is uh, with the code of NY Giants Rush. So thanks to those guys. Uh, we love the Astro Flave guys. And by the way, I use the product. Use it as a, as a, a meal replacement. Chris is using the product. It, it's it's awesome. So um, kudos to the uh, Astro Flave guys. Uh, we love them. Oh, yeah, Jersey Strong, five locations in New Jersey. All right, gentlemen, for the next six weeks, we are going to be highlighting a defensive back every single week. We are going to be known as DB Heaven, okay? We are going to be, uh, and don't mind me why I type this because I'm letting people know we're live. We are going to be breaking down um, the DBs that are on the team, not DBs that we wish we had, not DBs <laughs> that we may sign in free agency. We're going to actually break down the DBs that we have. So, uh, unless, Truth, tell me, tell me what I'm going to get from you. Tell me what, what we are, by the way um, – <laughs> We're going to – today's today's DB is Cordell Flott, which was our day two pick, round three, uh, LSU corner, uh, six foot one and a half, 175 pounds. Um, so you both have your expertise in your assignments. Truth, what am I getting from you over the next half hour about Flott? What are you going to be able to tell me? Well, we're gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about his, his play uh, in uh, at LSU. You know, that's a tough – conference in college football and arguably they probably have the fastest wide receivers in that conference. Um, so we're going to talk about uh, what, what he had to deal with his versatility and how he was really a marked man when every time Stingley was on the field. So, you know, he was a target they used to go after and he held himself. He held up pretty well. And Chris, I'm going to come to you <clears throat> looking for some expertise. Uh, what are you bringing to the table for me tonight? Well, you know, one of the things that I've I've learned about Cordell Flott is that you know he is penciled in as as the slot as the uh, slot nickel to go up against Darnay Holmes for that job. But doing a little more research, and we were discussing this earlier, me and uh, the truth, you know, he played quite a bit on the outside. So this is going to play very well into Wink's system because Wink likes to move everybody around. He mm. likes to create confusion. <clears throat> He likes to create uh, what they say, maybe uh, like an amoeba type look where you're not sure who's coming, who's going. And I think Flot, you know, he's going to fit in really nice with, with Wink's system and how he wants to interchange 
uh, you know, Flott and some of the other guys on defense. Okay. I, I like that. And each week, you guys, with, with us and, and, and the rest of the team, Zane has the night off. Uh, um, Spartan has the night off. You guys think that we could probably break this down that way. Someone will cover the college side. Someone will cover the pro side. Um, and I think we could do a pretty good job of breaking these guys down. Um, I, what I'm going to show you right now, gentlemen, is what we are getting with our pick. Okay, that was 49 seconds to give you an idea of what Cordell Flott is. Uh, rangy, um, not afraid to tackle, stick his face in there. Um, Great closing. He closes yeah, well. He has some extreme uh, closing speed if, if for any reason they get behind him. Um, so, all right, let's start off. Uh, this is our DB breakdown for the next six weeks. We're starting off with Cordell Flott. Uh, so, Michael, um, at LSU, they played a lot of man. So it seems like it would be a good fit that Cordell's, you know, Cordell is, is drafted by the Giants because Wink wants to run a lot of man. Uh, you alluded to five minutes ago that he covered some good receivers in in his division but tell me who we had to cover in practice. <laughs> well, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, let me see the guy's name. Uh, Mr. Williams. Is that the guy I'm thinking of? <laughs> I mean, there's I mean he, he only went in the top. He went in the top 10. Did he not? Or top five or something? The draft? LSU's pumped out. You talk, uh, LSU's oh, oh, I'm sorry. Practice. I'm sorry. I talk, practice. My, my yeah. bad. My bad. Yeah. LSU's pumped down a lot of good receivers is what oh, I yeah. apologize if I wasn't clear. Uh, he's had to go against some of the best receivers in football, right? Yeah, Chase, uh, Jamar Chase, yeah. uh, before he got drafted. That's the, that's what you need to know. I mean, uh, just covering him in practice. I know Stingley did too, but that's going to make you better. You know, you, you get better when you play against better competition. That's that's a fact. And there's just the fact that he, that you're playing, you know, in a big time division, and you're playing against great wide receivers on 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 Saturday. But Monday through Friday, you're lined up against some of the best receivers that come out of LSU. I mean, they're, you know, yeah. they're, wide, they're wide receiver heavy every single season. Somebody's coming out of there that can catch the rock. Yeah, probably he, he probably had a day off on game day sometimes after covering those guys. Yeah. I believe yeah. that. I totally, <laughs> I totally believe that. Um, all right, so so truth, tell me, um, he's 175 pounds. He's six foot one. He's long. He's athletic. I'm just looking over his, some of his accolades in his in his stats. He uses his arms really well. Mm -hmm. um, good back pedal. Good break. Good makeup speed. Um, what positions can he play? 
Well, apparently he can play them all. He plays inside, outside. Um, he did that in college, and I think I think that's something that Wink's going to want to explore uh, with the Giants. I, I it just makes sense to me to see what this kid can give give you. And like what Chris mentioned earlier, I, I, he's in the in the in the slot competition with uh, Holmes. So um, this kid's going to have a lot of opportunity to show his stuff as a rookie. So I'll even go as far as to tell you, I've said this before earlier when we did our draft shows, uh, you know, the Giants guys, you know, the Rush uh, crew were friendly with Leonard Marshall, okay? Um, Leonard Marshall played at LSU. He spends some time there on the sidelines, and he had mentioned numerous times that Flot is very underrated, yeah. you know, uh, uh, like, like almost like the best corner in college football that you don't know because – you know, he's, you know, again, uh, they're a one and a one A, not a one and a two or an A and a B. They're very close. Stingley gets all the press, you know what I mean, because of that phenomenal 2019 season. Oh, yeah. And he's also polarizing because he didn't do anything in 2021, you know. <laughs> so, um, you know, he's a polarizing guy. But, you know, coming from, a, you know, a future ring of honor, which we'll go into a little bit later. Leonard's going to be inducted into the ring of honor, which we've all been fighting for tooth and nail to support him. Um, you know, I like the fact that he's basically saying, Hey, you know what? This guy's going to fit in great in New York and he's going to fit great in the wing system. So truth, I appreciate the fact that he, you're letting us know he can play inside and outside. Did he, and am I wrong to say he played some safety? Yeah, he did. <laughs> and, and that shocked me, you know, um, he, you know, to have a to have a cornerback slash safety like that, uh, it's going to really benefit him to to make this team to get a lot of snaps. So I'm looking forward to see what this kid can do. Yeah, I love it. All right, so um, let's talk about in college. Actually, no, he's he's good enough to be drafted where he was drafted, right? I mean, it is what it is, right, Chris? Um, if I'm looking at Flot's game bringing it to the pros, what's the first thing that people are concerned about with Cordell Flott? Like that, there is definitely a, what would you call it? A, a you know, a monkey on his back or, yeah. or, you know, there's a, a, you know, the 800 pound grill in the room, whatever you yeah. want to use. What, what, what's that? What's, what's that take? Well, it's actually a couple things, you know, even going back to college, he was called small for a hunt for six foot one, 175 pounds. So I think that was big. I want to say a red flag, but that was a concern with, with him when he was drafted by a lot of fans was that at that size, 175 pounds, but he did meet with the training uh, staff early on. And his goal is to put five to 10 pounds down. Now, is he going to put 10 pounds on by training camp? Probably not. But if he can get up to maybe 180 or close to it, that's going to enhance things a little bit better. And then the other thing that when you dig a little deeper, his college game was very sticky, hands-on, very, very sticky with receivers. And in the college game, he'd get away with that. So moving now to the NFL, one of the concerns is he's going to have to back off with that. He's going to have to maybe not be too sticky because officials are going to call those, uh, you know, holding calls a lot more than they would in college. So I think, you know, between the weight and and the stickiness that he played in college, he may have to improve that technique a little bit. So I, I would say those are probably the two big things to keep an eye on. Yeah, 175 pounds in the pros is hard, you know, because – and, and, you know, it's really hard to put on between being drafted at the end of April and starting, you know, in August. I don't know how much weight you could put on in three months. You know, I mean, I'm sure he, they're, they're definitely, they have him on a, a, 
a regimented plan to put some weight on them. They're probably stuffing steak down his throat and baked potatoes and so forth, right? You know, yeah. ca carving them up. Um, I'm and Craig, even though he wins that job, let's say he wins that job, you know, he's not playing every snap. You're still going to see Darnay Holmes in there as the second uh, slot corner, you know, Agreed. you know, coming in and out and, and uh, you know, substituting with with Agreed. Uh, I'm, so, I'm only i'm only mentioning his weight because he's yep. going to have to at some point put on some weight now th and this is what the reason why i'm at least bringing it bringing it up is he's going to get bullied by big receivers you know i mean when you get you know i was listening to um um edelman uh talk about how why guys like Diggs or cooper cup do so well in the league because the corners are getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And they're starting to shut down, you know, 50, 50 guys, you know what I mean? The bigger guys, right. Cause the corners right. are getting bigger. Now these smaller guys like a digs or, a, or, or a Cooper cup, um, you know, they're, they're, um, you know, they're, get, they're getting, they're getting, um, you know, they're jumping in in space, right? Like they're getting, they're available in space. So my thing with, with, with flot as I'm concerned about is the size he's going to put, I need to put some weight on because he's going to get bullied by bigger guys. Um, and I think it limits him a, just a little bit where if you're playing a team with really big guys, does he get on the field? That's, that's it. Not that Darnay Holmes is that much bigger than him, but you know, there, there might be some concern if you're playing against a team with a ton of big receivers you know, are you giving uh what's up, Tuto? What's up, Mark? See you guys in the room. Um, so there's that. Okay, let's let's talk about Chris. Tell me about why they drafted Flop. Like what what is that? What right now are we what are we hanging up on? Like, hey, we needed a draft in the third round, day two pick. We needed a corner. Why? Well, you could see the corners were going off the board, some of these other guys. But when you had Flott in there, like we mentioned before with Stingley, who was who was pretty much got all the uh, accolades over at LSU, uh, a guy like Flott at his size at six foot one, I think he has a 30 inch, uh, 30 inch arms, six foot one, very twitchy, right? They've almost compared him to a guy that may be five, eight or five, five nine, like a Wandale Robinson kind of twitch. So at six one, he plays very twitchy and he gives you that size and the versatility. Once again, going back to Wink, Wink loves versatile players. And we learned before, just looking into uh flot, he could play on the outside if need be. So when guys are in motion, guys are moving around a lot, he could transition possibly to that outside. So I think the versatility, Truth mentioned it before, he even played a little box safety, a little safety at LSU. So there's so many different things. I mean, how about him blitzing off the nickel spot, right, in the slot? That could be huge in Wink's system, especially with his athleticism. So, so many different things I think you can mold this guy into. Again, it's only 49 seconds. I'm going to play this clip again. I want you guys to actually take a second to look at how diverse this clip is because it's literally showing you how he's coming off the corner you know, and, and making a tackle in the backfield, right? You know, a tackle for a loss. So <clears> the very next play, you know, he's pushing a corner, a, a receiver out of bounds before he can make a first down catch. And the very next play, he's he's grabbing a, an interception that's clearly over a lot of the heads of smaller corners. So I'm going to mm -hmm. play this clip again and, and let you guys get an idea of the versatility that Flop brings.
love that. Uh, I'll tell you. For a skinny guy, Michael Stewart, he is not afraid to come up and play the run. I was just going to say that for 175 pounds, he uses every single ounce of that weight to hit you. Yeah. Uh, he really plays physical for a uh, so-called little guy. He really yeah. does. And, and again, let's, 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 let's say it's 6'1's not little, he's thin, right? So, you know, uh, if that cat could put on seven, eight pounds at, at, at 185, right? I mean, he really, really could develop into a, you know, every down corner. Because oh, yeah. he is not afraid, as you saw there on that highlight reel, he's not afraid to come up and hit you, right? He's not afraid. And he's and he actually, from that technique, believe it or not, he actually reminds me a little bit of Aaron Ross. You know, when uh, Aaron Ross was, not that he was my favorite corner, but what he did so well was open field tackle. And, and, and Aaron Ross had no problem either blitzing off the corner, as Chris alluded to, mm-hmm. and got sacks, Aaron Ross. But any type of swing pass, any type of flood pass, any type of bubble screen, anything that, you know, was out in the flat, he had no problem making open field tackles. So um, it's a little old school. You know what I mean? You don't see guys sticking their face in there. Corners oh. are a little bit of uh, divas. You know, yeah. now he's definitely not Deion Sanders. <laughs> you know, right. for sure. I mean, it right. was nice to see him off the corner actually wrap up on that nice, that last clip you played. So that, that yeah. was beautiful. Not just throwing a shoulder and actually wrapping up the legs. No. So Corey Webster, yeah. Corey Webster was a throw a shoulder into you kind of guy. Like, I, I think that like, um, and I don't know how much Wink went into the, into drafting um, plot. I don't know if he had any say or any, even a recommendation but whoever scouted him, I'd have to think that the you know the parameters were he's thin, we'll bulk him up, but this cat can tackle and this cat can move. Yeah, he's a great athlete, phenomenal athlete. Yeah. And, and last thing, guys, you know, one of the you didn't really see it in the clips, but one of one of the nice things about him is in playing that slot corner is he flips those hips. That's one of the really big positives with Flot is that when he's in transition and he has to stop and go, he flips his hips really well and change of direction and doesn't get turned around. Yeah, let me break this down for you. In 2000, uh, as a uh, as a true freshman, he actually played, okay? He was actually, you know, uh, not a starter, but he actually played in a handful of games. In 2020, he started at nickel in 10 games, 43 tackles. He's, you know what I mean? And that's not bad for a young kid, no. 43, 43 no. tackles playing from the nickel spot. So, again, not afraid to tackle. Comes back in 2021, he plays – you know, and he, he slotted as as your as your corner opposite Stingley, but they move him uh, to, to to safety and nickel. So the versatility is um, is definitely going to to help him. And as the season goes, who knows? Maybe this time next year he's your starting corner. Who knows? But um, you know, the biggest thing for him is he's going to have to put some weight on so he doesn't get bullied. But he's long, athletic. And as as Stewart, as 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 Truth mentioned a couple of minutes ago, what goes on? I want I don't want to say it's not talked about because you don't like to talk about drafting a corner that gets burnt. But when a when a receiver gets behind him, he's got good makeup speed. That's gonna happen with any 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 cornerback. But they could they could if they could cover that ground and make up for mistakes. That makes it even better. All right. So let me ask you this, Chris. If, if if the two corners right now are slotted between Flot and and Darney Holmes, and I'm not gonna hold you to this, who 
who starts game one at, 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 at nickel and who do you want to start and why? Well, you know, let's go back a couple of years ago. Everybody was high on Darnay Holmes. He actually had a pretty good rookie season. Then he got injured and he was out for a while. So I, I, I don't even know if I can give an answer guys, because I think, you know, these three, I want, I want full flat to win the job. But I think with the experience right out of the gates, it may go to Darnay Holmes. But that doesn't mean that he's not going to get in the game. He's not going to get almost equal amount of snaps, especially teams are going four wide at times or four out there. He's going to have to be in this slot. So I, to me, starting is is a moot point anyway. I mean, he's going to get a lot of time, right? So yeah. he's going to get his opportunities. I just think, you know, it's going to come down to, is he going to flash more than Darnay Holmes in these preseason games? He's not going to be sitting a lot. I think he's going to get a lot of playing time. We only got three games. You're going to see Darnay Holmes and him get a lot of action and battle That's it right. out. That's what Way's going to do. He's going to, yeah. he's going to play, he's going to play a lot of guys. He's not going to have all these guys take like 60 snaps and kill the defense. He's going to have a lot of guys moving in and out rotations so, so my my, my, man, T, my man TJ, who I talk to quite frequently on 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 Twitter, he's got a, a really good point. I'm going to throw this uh, up on the screen. Um, TJ says, at his weight, it must have been what they saw on him aggressiveness. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And and why yeah. that's such a great point is this: you're not drafting a 175 pound corner if you don't think he can hang in the NFL. There are a ton of other corners that you could have drafted, and. And again, yeah. he's also opposite of Stingley, so he's almost like underrated. Again, he's the he might be the best corner in college football that you're not really aware of, right? So they had to see that aggressiveness and say, "Wow, put some weight on this cat, and he's going to ball." You know, yeah. and, I think, and I think that goes a long way to say what Wink wants to play. Chris, does Wink not want to play a lot of man? <laughs> oh, of course not. He want that's his that's his game, right? He's gonna man press coverage. He wants to, and he'll 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 uh, mix it up and do uh, you know man zone and and do a cover two shell at the top. But he's you know hey that's his bread and butter, right? Get in your face, press coverage, and 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 uh, you know man. I mean that's he he wants to be physical. And another thing, uh, another thing, guys. We always talk about uh, you know uh, Bellinger how he's gonna be a better pro. Uh, because of the system, we can say same thing, same thing about Flock. He could he could be a better pro than he was in college football. All right, so let's play the other side. Um, truth, do you think he got tested enough in in college? Like, do you think he's got the experience, or you know, because again, a lot of people I would have to think got afraid to go. Either they went after Stingley or they didn't. Do you feel? You know, do you think that Flot has the experience? Because it seems like he was on the field a lot. You know, I, I, in that conference, I think he kind of grew up very quickly when you play in that conference. And um, I, I, th I think I think he definitely uh, gained the experience. And I, he's he's game ready. I, I think he just needs a little bit seasoning, just get familiarized with a little bit of the speed of the NFL, a little bit. Uh, he's going to be fine, I think, this kid. I think he's going to be um, – by next year, we'll be we'll be talking about him possibly bonafide starter as yeah. the starter. Yep, yep. Um, I mean, that's all. I mean, that's you know, that's the way I think that we should look at flat. Let's look, you know, wrapping a bow up on him is as as Michael alluded to, plenty of experience, played three positions in college. Not only did he go up against you know great um, division, uh, excuse me, conference receivers, um, 
<laughs> LSU turns out, you know, all pro wide receivers in the NFL. So yes. this kid's been going up against some of the best wide receivers, you know, in football and practice. Like you said, wait, wait, what, what did you say, Stuart? Yeah. Uh, Chase, he played. We got Jefferson. Yep. No, but you said, which, which was great. You said Saturdays might have been a good day off. Oh, yeah. Yes. During the week. <laughs> yeah. It depends who he played, right? I mean, you have to cover those guys all week, right? Yeah. So, uh, and then, of course, moving him out of college, I think it's a good, I mean, like, he might have been there in the fourth round. I don't know. And no. I can't begin to speculate that stuff. I could do this all day long. Okay. But um, 175, He's he's got to be durable, right? And he's got to get on the field. So I'm hoping that, you know, he's planning on taking care of his body and the Giants are going to look after him. Um, uh, oh, wait, TJ Gates. TJ's on fire today. Hang on. Let me see. Oh, this is a big here. one. This is a long one. Yeah, yeah. Another benefit <laughs> of size and the piggyback Chris, uh, Chris said is that he needs to be able to hang with, with smaller shifty wide receivers. Heavy DBs have trouble with that. 100%. Like like we like uh, we spoke a couple minutes ago. I watched this thing on Edelman talking about smaller, faster receivers like uh, Diggs and, 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 and Cooper Cup do really well finding space. Bigger corners can struggle. I think he has no problem with the makeup speed and how he can change direction really fast. I don't think he's going to have a, a lot of problems with small receivers at all. My thing is, is can he be durable at 175 pounds? 17 game season. 17 yeah. games. Remember, folks, college football ends at Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. these guys got to play another six weeks. <clears throat> and he's playing against men now. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Big men. <laughs> and do teams go after him, right? They take their traditional, uh, their X or uh, Z receiver outside and they're, uh, they put him on the inside. Yeah, right? He'll be tested like everybody is. So that'll yeah. be interesting to see. So for, yeah, so for anybody that uh, injury history has been pretty good, uh, TJ, he, like I said, he played uh, as, as a true, I mean, uh, you were a little bit to the late. We're on at eight o'clock, TJ, come on. Um, and I'll, I'll wrap it up with this because it's a good question. He's asking me about injury history. He played as a true freshman. He started at nickel for 10 games. So he was he was injury-free his entire, you know, sophomore season. Um, and then in 2021, he played three positions. So his injury, overall injury outlook is pretty good, okay? Right. Especially for a cat that's 175 and, does, and doesn't mind sticking his face in there. Um so, yeah, and we played that clip. I can end the show with that clip again if anybody wants to see it. Just throw it in the DMs. If you guys want me to put it back up there, I'll play it. Um, want to get do some, do some uh, quick uh, housekeeping. One, we'd love if you would subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you aren't right now, there's a bunch of you guys in the room. Do us a favor. Just go to the Giants guys on YouTube and bang and hit that sucker for us. It does us uh, a big favor. Secondly, the, the podcast is now brought to you by Astro Flav. Go to astroflave.com, check out what they have, but at least follow them. If you're into, you know, if you're a, if you're a, a gym rat, maybe you're a, a you know, you, you love to uh, CrossFit, maybe you just, you know, maybe you're a power walker. I don't know, but if you're looking for a really good sup, a really good shake, we'd appreciate it if you supported those guys. At least follow them on Twitter, uh, which is astroflave. Um, again, Jersey Strong, five locations. You know, they will ship right to your door. So you don't got to drive to Jersey. If you're in California, <laughs> Florida. I know some of you guys. Now, Mark is, you know, you know, Mark, you're in, you know, you're in the islands. So I don't know. 
if they'll ship it to you out How there. About Italy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Tutto's in the room, too. So, I mean, yeah. So they may, sh- I don't know if they'll ship it to Italy either, but try it out. Tutto, I am actually um, going to recommend this highly for you and your team, okay? Because this is what, oh, TJ's in California. Yeah, they'll ship it there, no problem. Um, sorry, was that awake? Oh, don't make me feel bad, DJ. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> now, now I feel terrible. Um, so, you know, homework, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, follow the team. You got Chris, you got the truth, you got Zane, you got John Esposito, you got Spartan, and of course, my annoying self, you got me. Um, <laughs> training camp, boys, is coming up. We will be streaming live from training camp. <laughs> All right. Wow, um, yeah. So me and Chris are going to be there a couple of days. Zane and Spartan are going to tag up for a couple of days. It looks like if you're just writing some notes down on your computer, um, looks like we're, you know, we're going to give some tickets away. If you guys don't, if you have trouble getting them, I think between me and Chris, we have 24, two, four, 24 training camp passes. If you'd like to go, you can DM me and let me know. We, uh, I think we have uh, the fourth, the seventh, and the eleventh, maybe. Um, but Chris has got a couple different days than I do. Fourteenth, so, right? Was the fourteenth one? The the fourteenth. Fourteenth is like so. Oh yeah, fourteenth yeah. is Sunday. So either way, let us know. We've got twenty four already secured training camp passes. We are also going to broadcast live from there. Whoa, truth doesn't follow TJ. All right. TJ, are you following Truth and are you following the team? Truth, you got to follow TJ. He's a good guy. He's I will. A, he's, I will. He's, a, he's for the record. The reason why we get along so well is he's a football coach, so he actually knows you know what he's doing. Um, oh, not, um, and by the way, not California. I, I said CA. I meant to say Canada. <laughs> Sorry, TJ. My bad. Close um, enough. Yeah, <laughs> close enough. Um, also. Making a little bit of an announcement. Uh, you guys know, uh, you know, it's a it's a drum roll, please, kind of a thing. Um, we're friendly with Leonard Marshall. Uh, he is going to be inducted into the Ring of Honor. We've been supporting him with the Ring uh, 70 in hashtag. Yes. So, you ready for this? We are going to be releasing a exclusive Leonard Marshall New York Giants shirt. Mm. That you will be able to buy, okay, and wear to the ring ceremony. Oh. Does ask me, Chris, ask me if it gets better. Craig, does it get any better? Yes, it does get better. <laughs> um, um, I'm going to make uh, a couple hundred of these t-shirts and I'm going to have Leonard sign half of them. Wow. Truth, ask me if it gets any better. Gee, does it get any better than that? Why, yes, it does, Michael Stewart. It does get better. Not only are we going to have half these shirts signed by Leonard Marshall, um, we're going to give some away. We're, the ones that are for sale are going to go to charity because Leonard Marshall has a, a slew of really cool charities for numerous um, uh, um, events that he's, he's tied to. So we are going to sell shirts. For I think I'm going to sell them for 20 bucks. They're going to be a blue Giants with the old school, which you've all been clamoring for, nice. the old school Giants logo from the 80s, because that's what Leonard wore. On the back, it'll say Marshall 70 on the back. We hope you will support, because we're going to, again, not only will that money go to charity, 
Um, but we're going to give away a bunch of signed autograph uh, Leonard Marshall shirts. We're in the process of making them now. Okay. Once I get them, we're also going to raffle some off. Okay. Now there is one specific gentleman who's already won one. Chris, why don't you ask me <laughs> oh, God. who has won one of these Leonard Marshall shirts? Craig, who has actually won one of these Leonard Marshall shirts? Well, that's a fantastic question, Chris. Man, I've used my cheat notes. That's why the Rush family is so good because we're on top of everything. Okay. So, um, Glazier underscore David, which is David Glazier, was the New York Giants Rush 8,000th Twitter follower. So, David, okay, um, one, thank, thank you. you for the support, my friend. Uh, you are going to not only win an autographed Leonard Marshall shirt, you're also going to get to sit in on a live stream with the Giants guys. Ooh, awesome. Yes. We're still working on that clap thing. We'll get that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, so David Glazier – Bang, you're in the pipe. Thank you for supporting us on that uh, 8,000. I mean, you know, we've given away jackets from Carl Banks. We've given away autographed pictures, um, whole bunch of stuff. And this time around, we're going to give away some autographed Leonard Marshall T-shirt. And um, for authenticity standpoint, I will take a video of him signing the shirts, and I will have him send out some pretty cool messages to you guys. Now, if you're sitting there listening to the show and you haven't subscribed, please hit the subscribe button um, on YouTube um, or and follow the rest of the team. All right. We are done with the section, the DB breakdown. Next week, we are going to be breaking down uh, um, Julian Love. Okay. So next week, and I'm writing that down. So basically, I'm just picking out of a hat. Next week, we'll be breaking down the uh, free safety, maybe strong safety, but I'm pretty sure they're, he's the free safety. Either way, we're going to be breaking down Julian Love next week, the Notre Dame uh, former safety corner. Uh, definitely one of my favorites. Um, we're going to break him down next week, so make sure next week you tune in. Um, Chris, you had a specific topic that you wanted to, to talk about, referring to the offensive line. Wanted to see what your thoughts are because the offensive line has been like, nobody's talking about it now. Right. So what, where are we with this offensive line? Yeah. Well, for now, nobody's talking next two weeks, two weeks from now, we're going to be doing a lot of talking once those pads go on, but you know, all us giant fans, we, we look back to the past seasons and we look at preseason. And one of the things that is always on in my brain, in my mind this offensive line hasn't played together. And you hear that week one, the, 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 the people doing the game, the guys doing the game will say, this is the first time these five guys have played together, you know, even before the preseason started. So my question to everybody is, and, and this is one of the things to think about, is how important it is for these five guys, the starting five, to gel together, the chemistry, to play together in as much as possible in those three preseason games, and I know we talk about injury, and and uh, you don't want to you, you don't want to keep them in too long, but with three preseason games, and you have 
you have three new starters potential. Well, you're going to have uh, Feliciano at center. You're going to have Lewinsky at guard. Lemieux coming back, but then you're going to have um, Evan Neal. So you have three new guys starting. So I want to get these guys as much playing time as possible together, despite the concerns about injuries. Yeah. Uh, it's the most, you know, it's the most important uh, group on the field for the success of Jones and Barkley. And last year, nut job Jones wouldn't let these guys play together, gave them time off and was basically taking the first three games as preseason. And hello, we suck again because none of these guys play together. It's imperative that these guys eat, sleep, you know, um, whatever you want to say, crap you know, together, you know what I mean? Because any research you do, you know, uh, Snee, O'Hara, Soiber, McKenzie, Deal, Booth, um, uh, 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 Boss, um, all these guys were like, they were together all the time. And you need to learn to play together. That stuff does not happen overnight. And you're, you're right on. Like the minute the pads go on, these guys got to start getting reps, start learning how each other play. Um, and Craig, if I could bring up one thing as, as well, I think Feliciano, you know, he gets a lot of heat. He's not your best center. He's probably average at best. Right. But I think the one thing he brings to the table is he's going to be that quarterback of that offensive line in, in Dable's system, who, he, who he's played with, you know, coming at the Buffalo. So I think that he's going to be in a, a very important part, despite maybe, him not being, you know, a, that much above average, but he's going to be able to hold down the line, make those calls, and I think that's going to be an important spot for him to make sure the rest of those guys are on the same page. Truth, do we know or do you have a feeling on who the, you know, if we're going with Glowinski, Feliciano, Lemieux, Neal, and Thomas, who we've seen nothing but good videos yeah. on him working out and moving. So we've got like, okay. If you haven't, folks, if you haven't got a chance, look up, you know, look up his Instagram, look at, you know, go online, you know, hit Twitter, type in Andrew Thomas. You're going to see a ton of him uh, moving around with no pain, quick, fluid movements. Um, everything is pointing in the right direction. Yes, you're not getting a ton of information out of the Giants, but it's out there, you know, on the socials. So, hit, you know, hit Twitter and Instagram. I'm sure you'll find. But it's truth. Tell me about the three backups. Who's the backup guards? Who's the backup center? Well, uh, you got you got the kid that came out of North Carolina in round three. Uh, Joshua is Azuzu yep, from Santa Fe. Yep, Azuzu. I'm I'm liking this kid more and more. Uh, he's definitely a backup. You got you got Matt Can Matt Cano, who's going to be the uh, backup tackle. Gano, I see. Okay, so you see Gano making the team and being the backup tackle. Okay. Yeah, I do. I do. And uh, you said center. Yeah, because like right now, that's kind of a, a unique position. I know they've got a couple guys taking snaps that you didn't normally expect it. Yeah, that's that right now is a mystery because I don't know. I haven't seen or read much about who's taking these snaps and who's looking good. Obviously, we haven't played yet, so I think that's going to be reticent, right? Bredesen, maybe even Max Garcia might might get some. Yeah, I, Max Garcia has been taken. I know. I heard about him. Uh, you know, that's interesting. Whoever can do that, whoever can can handle that backup center, could have an edge at that uh, final two spots for the linemen. I, I think about nine linemen are going to be are going to be kept 
on the 53-man roster. That's what I'm yeah. looking at. I mean, look, you know, like Pert's the guy that's going to be on the bubble, right? You got, you know, Zudu is, is a draft pick, and the guy is super versatile. You know what I mean? He can play tackle. He can play guard both yep. sides. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and hey, look, for the, for all you people, um, oh, you know what? Mark Thomas has got a great – I'm going to park this up. I'm going to pump this up here all the way from the – Oh, uh, yeah, that's Mark right. Thomas He's right. Is, uh, Jamil Douglas has been yep. taking snaps too. So you know what? I'll even go as far. Thank you, Mark. That's a great point. Guess what? That might be one of the biggest training camp battles we have. Like, I mean, as who's going to be the best, which is, you know, I guess a good which problem. Which is great. Yeah. It's great. Who the backup center is, right? No, just, 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 just competition on the line. I mean, when was the last time we talked about this competition in depth that we've had? We didn't even talk about the other kid out of North Carolina. The Giants took in round five. Right. The kids, the kids are, uh, 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 he's huge, and and people are raving about him too. So well, he's gonna, it's it's gonna be, you know, again, if you're carrying nine, right? If you're carrying nine, Gano, Pert, and and the kid, the other kid they took from Carolina are gonna be fighting for that last spot because you know that Bredesen's already, you know, he's been here. You know, he's been taking snaps at center. And so has, as Corden and Mark Thomas just said, uh, Douglas is a Buffalo guy and, yeah. you know, uh, knows the system. He might win, you know, he might be a, a shoe in for a, for a backup. You know, I don't know. Pert may go start off at, at pup. I don't know if that makes sense. I yeah, think you're right. You know, he might start off the season because TJ is asking in the, in the room about, Practice squad and sure Perk could go there, but he might start the year off on pup. And I haven't looked at the the, the rules on if you start a pup, you know, do you go, you know, do you have to be on the active roster for a day? There's all these funny rules that I don't usually pay attention to anymore. But but Gano, Perk, and and the kid the, the kid they got in the sixth round or whatever from North Fifth Carolina. Round. Yeah, McKeith McKeithen, I think it is. Yeah, Martin. Marcus, yeah. yeah. They're going to be battling for that last spot with, with, without a doubt. Okay, more breaking news for you for you people out there in Giant Land um, is I saw today, and not everybody's you know looking at Twitter, but an Instagram. I saw today progress. Chris, who did I see progress from today? <laughs> yeah, <I don't. laughs> all right. Chris does not I, I want to say Andrew. Player wise, you're talking about? No, you're already out. You're already. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> truth, truth. I saw progress from someone today. Truth. Who do you think it was? I, I have no clue. I'm gonna tell both of you because uh, because that's the kind of guy I am. Yeah. Uh, today there is video that you can now look up with Nick Gates actually oh, oh. Nick okay. Nick That's Gates in the weight room squatting 225 for reps Good. and uh and you know I think the tag on it said progress or nice. or still working or something like that so he he's not going to play this year but if he can play he is busting his ass to get back in 2023 what a and, great story I hope yeah. he does and yeah. just so you guys know, and again, because some of you cats are young, look up Richie Soybert, mm -hmm. okay? Richie Soybert, you may know him right now as the head coach of Wachong Hills football. Um, you may know him from here from the Giants guys because we interviewed him, you know, last year. Good guy. You may know him from his son who's, uh, you know, high, high 
draft, you know, recruit in the college systems. They're all looking at him, Hunter Soybert. But look him up, guys, because he got, guy came in as like a third string tight end, became a worked his way into a backup guard position, you know, became a starter, shattered his leg, just like Gates did, shattered his leg, took him two years to come back, came back as a tight end, right? And like basically in a jumbo package. I mean, you know, um, and then um, wind up playing center. You know what I mean? Because that's what they needed. Guy was versatile as could be center guard, you know, jumbo tight end. Um, But it took two years. So for the fans out there, Nick Gates, we don't know the guy. I'd love to interview him. I'd love to have him on the show. Everyone's a fan. As Michael just said, great story, right guys? Yeah, absolutely. Great story. I hope, so, I hope. Yeah, we're rooting for him. That's for sure. Yep. If you're uh, if you're tooling around the internet or if you're an Instagram user, all right. Check it out. Next thing I want to know is we don't use TikTok and we don't use Instagram because yeah, the kid is a warrior, TJ, no doubt. Um, the kid, uh, uh, yeah, she got me sidetracked. Um, we don't use TikTok and we don't use Instagram. So could you either in the in the uh, comments over here or could you DM me if you think uh, we should start, you know, cranking out TikToks and because, listen, they're not just videos. I've seen guys use them for reviews. You know, with TikTok platform allows you to use different things. There's a guy out there that I've, that I've gotten friendly with that just does player reviews over TikTok. But because the, the platform allows you to do some neat stuff. TJ says, got to get on IG. So, you know, I can, you know, I got no problem with the gram. My issue is I don't want to maintain it. Okay. Like I got enough to do. I got (laughs) to, I got to, I got to watch over these knuckleheads and I got all this other stuff that that actually pays bills. There is a actual career that is not NYC. All right. So now, but we love to create content for you folks. Um, so do me a favor, uh, hit me up on, on, on Twitter at NY Giants Rush. That's me. That's my account. However, ready? More breaking news from the Giants guys. Um, I have acquired the Giants guys on Twitter. Uh, Michael Stewart was working, so he missed the team meeting. Michael Stewart, um, I have the Giants guys now um on twitter so we're going to be turning that on soon so the only we hope you guys will follow the giants case not yet don't do it yet because i haven't turned it on yet so what does that mean turned it on what do you mean um it's 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 still on in its old form like it's still sitting there it says the giants guys but it doesn't have any of my content in it the lights off (laughs) well the lights are totally off they're a little dim they're dim um (laughs) yeah they're dim so, um, starting next week, the Giants guys, uh, Twitter account will be running and you guys will be able to go there to see what's going on with the podcast. You could still, we can still annoy each other with NY Giants rush and everything else. But if you're looking for podcast information, it'll be on the Giants guys. Once I turn it on, um, you know, and yeah, hit the like button guys, help us out. Um, uh, so yes, one subscribe YouTube. Astro Flav, check them out. Follow them on Twitter. Uh, training camp. Tell us what, you know, if you're interested in coming to hang out with us. T-shirts, going to be selling them, raising money, autographed by Leonard Marshall. He's going into the ring of honor. We would want you guys to wear your Leonard Marshall T-shirt that evening. Let's rep Leonard Marshall 
And for you cats that don't really know about him, he is um, second all time in tackles and third in all time in sacks. So if you don't know Leonard Marshall, you know, I I'll download a video for you and I'll bring it next week. But the dude was massive. Yeah. I mean, like, like, I mean, look, he ruined Joe Montana. And up before there was a Tom Brady, there was Joe Montana. And he basically ended his career basically in San Francisco. Next time Joe Montana played, he was a Kansas city chief. So um, we, we appreciate that. Uh, you know, Pound for uh, David Glazier for our 8,000 follower. We're going to preview Julian Love next week and break him down. Uh, and, of course, uh, this week we did Cordell Flott. Um, Chris, give me your last thoughts before we before we go. What's on your mind? What are you, what, what are you looking forward to when we get into camp? Is there something specific that you're, you're grooved about? Well, something I'm well, I'm I'm happy. Uh, I'm excited for the pads to go on. That'll be great. I want everybody to be healthy. Can we make it out of training camp and preseason with limited injuries? You know, I understand a couple tweaks of the ankles here and there, but we don't want any broken bones. We don't want anybody out extended periods of time. I'm looking forward to the battle at cornerback. Like we're going over, that's going to be uh, interesting at the corner spot. Also, um, tight end. You know, we had Daniel Bellinger on. It's going to be interesting to see how he. Uh, plays in the preseason. I think he's going to get a ton of playing time. So, uh, you know, linebacker, Blake Martinez coming back. There's so many different things. And obviously Daniel Jones. Save him for me. Give me some. Yeah. So truth. What, what, what are you looking forward to, to, to the most? Because everyone usually has that one thing. That's a hot button that you're just like every day you're refreshing Twitter a thousand times because you're waiting for some news. What's your, what's your thing? Well, I got two. I got two quick ones. I, I, I want to see our defensive front. I want to see the edges, how they work, how they perform, how they produce. That is key for the Giants' success. Um, I have some concerns for the secondary. Um, that That's a big one, especially if we get an injury uh, to certain players. That, that what I want to see. I want to see progress. I want to see the secondary shine because that's going to be very vital. Oh, I'm going to go a completely different route. <laughs> you know what I'm looking forward to? Well, okay. Remember, today we previewed a good 30 minutes on uh, Cordell Flott. Every week, people, we will we will be reviewing with video and um, – um, what do you call it? Um, we'll be reviewing um, DBs every single week. Uh, Julian Love will be the review what we do next week. What I'm looking forward to is, is hanging with the folks. That's what I'm looking for. We're going to stream live from the parking lot. Uh, we got Fan Fest coming up, but we're going to be you know streaming streaming from the uh, uh, the parking lot. So I'm looking forward to you know meeting you folks, coming out, shaking my hand, saying what's up, love what you guys do. Can you do this? Why, well, yes, we can. Or, hey, I hate when you do this. Well, I'm sorry. Or, you know who you should get on? I don't know. Who should that be? So I'm looking forward, you know, I'm looking forward to that. You know, I have a really good time, you know, uh, when I get to meet people that go, hey, man, like last year when we were at FanFest, we met Nick for the first time. And and uh, Nick is either a, a, he's still a police officer or a former police officer, and he came right up, throwing PD, uh, uh, you know, you know, the uh, P, uh, PDA cards, the uh, uh, PBA cards at you, you know, giving us hugs, pounds, and 
it was just really super cool to meet you guys. So um, let me know what days you guys are interested in. If you need tickets for Fan Fest, let us know. We're going to have a raffle for the autographed uh, Leonard Marshall shirts, money going to charity, all that stuff I'm trying to set up, um, you know, as quickly as possible. Um, follow these guys. Follow Astroflave. Subscribe to YouTube. Um, and again, you know, we appreciate all the support you guys give us. So for, you know, for, for everyone here at rush, we are super excited. Um, now last, this is the last thing I got. It's something I used to do in radio all the time. I got a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> I got a hundred dollar bill for anyone who gets me an interview with a giants player. So it's kind of what we, it's called like family. It's, it's like, you know, family of family. So if you know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who knows Ahmad Bradshaw, that's fine, okay? But you're the one that's got to get it done. You have to soft intro that that introduction. I got a $100 bill for anybody that can get me an interview with someone I don't already have. How do you know who we interview? Go to the Giants Guys YouTube channel. Look at all the interviews. Lawrence Tynes, Carl Banks, Richie Soiber, David Deal, uh, you know, uh, Dan Orlovsky, um, you know, and, and so on. Pepper Johnson, Kawika uh, Mitchell, uh, Dominic Hickson, Alex uh, uh, Bachman. They're all up there. Look who we haven't got. I got a crisp $100 bill. I can give it to you in pennies or I can give it to you. In <laughs> I, can, I can Venmo it to you. So throwing it out there to give you guys some motivation over the next couple of weeks is find that guy that you used to know who knew the guy who knew the guy that used to be roommates with Steve Smith. Craig, no personal cool. checks. We don't want you. Per no personal. Checks. <laughs> no, 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 personal don't post checks. Him. no personal checks, just cash, Venmo, whatever you want. Just find the guy who you used to drink with, who is a bartender of the sister of the next door neighbor of who Chris. Say it again. What anybody? Who do we, who do we want? Who do we want? You want a Giant player? Players. Yeah, neighbor players. Um, uh, how about Tibbs? He's too new. I don't think he's right. going to do anything. Okay, so how? All right, geez, you put me on the spot here. How about Blake, Blake Martinez? Martinez? Yeah, Blake Martinez. Martinez. Okay, Blake Martinez is approachable guy. Does a lot of lot of stuff. You know, he's big video game guy. Um, that all right? Truth. How about you? Who do you want to see? Truth. Who are you waiting on? Don't say LT. Who 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 do we want? A current player you're talking about. I don't like it doesn't, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't uh, matter. Uh, let me tell you, I would love to get Mark Pavaro, but that would be impossible to get Mark Pavaro. Don't ever say <laughs> he doesn't okay. like to do interviews, Mark Pavaro. So I've I've got two. Okay. Um, you guys follow me. I've been hunting down Victor Cruz and Hakeem Nix now for weeks. Um, I always like to have one interview in every room. We have no running backs in the running back room. We have no wide receivers, um, from those teams. We have, we have Dominic Kixon, but we also, we, we kind of lean on, on, on Super Bowl fishing. Okay. That's his company. We lean on him for special teams, right? Great receiver though. Great receiver did great when Plaxico Barris went down, but I'm looking to put, uh, the mantle back here. Um, you know, Victor Cruz. Hakeem Nix for the and then Ahmad Bradshaw for the running back room. Um, oh, so TJ says Kiwi. I did try to get Kiwi, had no luck. So TJ, get me Kiwi. I've been million hundred bucks. Uh, Mark Thomas, get me Andrew Thomas. 
Or maybe, you know, I'll, get, I'll Venmo you a hundred bucks. So it's a little bit of fun and motivation for you guys for the next week while there's not a whole lot of news going on. Tune in next week. We're going to be uh, doing a half hour review on Julian Love like we did today. You know, thanks for uh, Mark and TJ and Tuto and Tommy and Danny um, and Joe. Uh, thank you guys for jumping in with comments. If I missed anybody in here, I'm kind of scrolling through. If I missed anybody, I apologize. Um, we appreciate it. We don't want to go too long. Thanks for tuning in. Another episode of the Giants, guys. Peace. Or maybe I should salute. <laughs>